All right. There we go, man. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, guess what? That was fun last night. Yeah, Billy Bush will launch. Billy Bush Challenge launch, and uh, we know there's a ton of questions. Yep. We got a lot of them that we didn't get the time to, to get to. That's right. We had our special guest, Torque and Sawyer, come through. So we wanted to hang out with them and uh, and keep the webinar short. We were aiming for 45 minutes. 47 point. Four, like 47 yeah, minutes. Right like, on the dot. It's the fastest that I've ever done a webinar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I kept kicking under the table. By roll, right? Like, God. Now we hammered through the webinar will be up on our YouTube page and on, uh, on the podcast and stuff. So check out the Billy Bush challenge launch, but today we're recording the first CI chit chat. This one we're doing, uh, not as a live deal, but anticipate going forward, we're going to be live. That's right. It's going to be one of the things that I guess when we toss things back to you, if you have questions, something didn't quite make sense, you want to get some clarity. We're going to actually give it, uh, give you an opportunity to actually put some questions out in the marketplace. We're going to answer them every yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, like every week. Um, it really, my take, and I think Chad, you're saying it, like this carbon intensity thing is pretty big and abstract. And there's a lot going on. This billion bushel challenge is big, abstract, a lot of different moving parts going on. And uh, we're like, hey, let's just set a time every week, put face to camera, connect with people. And make sure that we get your questions answered. So that's right. That's what we're after here. And we're going to start every single one with just kind of high level, you know, to, to catch people up. Okay. So question number one to you, Chad, what is CI? What is carbon intensity? Just yeah. to start from the basics. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that to me is one of the, the, the coolest thing about this. It can be as complex as in the weeds as you want to get it. But really the basics of carbon intensity is the amount of energy that goes into every unit or every bushel of grain. So in this case, what we're talking about is corn and soybeans, yeah. the amount of energy. So every pass across the field, that counts towards your score. Yeah, so it's those inputs, the fertilizer, fuel, the tillage, cover crop, manure, all that going into the calculation basically right. that yeah. we run, you know, and that's that's where our uniqueness is, is we've really simplified it and put it in farmer terms because we're farmers. That's right, <laughs> make it simple, simple for us. Make right? it simple. Okay, so then the other update is we're doing this stuff and specifically talking the crops for biofuel because of the 45Z tax credit. So we're going to give an update for that pretty much every time. At it this changes, point, right? You talk about it's going to continue to change. Every gonna week, there's going to be some opportunities for us to talk through that. Right now, we're waiting for the IRS to get the final rules put out about carbon intensity. They still have not put out some of those final rules. We did learn here this week that the tax credit itself can be utilized by biofuel companies to actually offset some of their previous year's taxes so they can actually utilize excess credits to offset previous year's tax returns and do an amended tax return. They can also hold credits for future years. I mean, what an opportunity, right? I didn't, I just learned this yesterday and I was like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. So even more of a reason to talk about the collaboration piece and you'll yeah. hear more about that as we feel industry partners kind of reaching out. Mitch, you, you feel it more than I do, but we do see that collaboration. And, and I think it's starting to continue to look like a handshake, but as it evolves, we'll actually keep things up to date with everybody in the, in the space. That's right. So those, uh, those kind of updates we've got, and again, it's a tax credit for the biofuel companies, but it just even more initiative that, Hey, as farmers, we need to get our CS course because we're part of the solution. Two other real fast updates. There was an update of the greet model. So that's the actual calculation tool. So they made some slight adjustments. Everything on the farmer side is the exact same. Everyone that we've already ran your scores, no problem. We'll just run the updated numbers and get those to you. Um, we'll, we'll get all that automated here and integrated in the coming probably week or two. Yep. It can go pretty fast. A lot, a lot of moving pieces, right? Yep. So I think that's, uh, 
one other thing too, there was a great act that was introduced yep. in legislation in DC as well. So again, just momentum is what we're talking about. Like this is rolling. So, all right. I got uh, maybe the first question from yesterday or you got some. Go ahead and hit the first one. I've got quite a few here too, but we're going to try to keep it short. We yeah. have five, seven questions and yeah. maybe one hard one for you. Mitch. That's right. A couple well, layups. Yeah, that that's fine. That's fine. Well, I got one of them. I want to make sure that we get to some of the questions from the belly bush challenge launch that we yeah, can get to. Absolutely. So this one from our buddy Thad. And he says, will growers be paid on the difference from their individual baseline of their CI score um, versus change of practice? Or what are they paid the difference of? So basically, is it a static baseline score and then the farmer number and you take the difference between the two? Or is it based on the farmer's baseline versus their change of practice? Great question. Yeah. We, we've, we've heard it a lot. So thanks for bringing that up. That yeah. I think uh, very simple. This minus this, right? Yeah. So we've got a 29.1 minus your score. That is the difference. That's what the number will be based off of. So yeah, we're calling we're calling that the opportunity, right? Yeah. So we can lower as a producer our score from that national baseline of twenty nine point one. The lower we get, the better off we are. Yeah, twenty nine point one is kind of that national average number, but every single county has their own, and it's you versus the county, not necessarily you last year versus you this year where you have to have additionality and change of practice? Nope, it's from a baseline. So Huge deal, job. right? Yeah, huge deal. Great question. So I think one of the other ones, and again, I'll go back to the basics a little bit too. This yeah. one's actually coming from Jessica over just north of South South Bend. So I guess no, Sioux Indiana. Falls. Sioux Falls, Sioux Falls, thank you. Uh, Jess coming in at, hey, if I have a CI score, how do I actually know the value of that CI score? Really basic question, right? Yeah. But a really pretty, uh, pretty uh, simple answer today, but fairly complex if you dig into the weeds, right? Yeah. So. The, how the actual dollar value works is on the ethanol company side, they earn tax credits for lowering their carbon intensity score. Um, on the farmer side, it's going to be different for every single plant. But how we like to run the math is that one bushel of corn creates 2.7 gallons of ethanol meaning that every carbon intensity point that a farmer lowers, it's worth conser a conservative 5.4 cents per bushel. So if you lower your score by 10 points, 10 points times 5.4 is 54 cents That's right. per bushel. So it's based on the, uh, the amount of points you can reduce. That's the total pie. A farmer's not going to get 54 cents a bushel for lowering their CI score by 10 but they're going to get a portion of that. That's the total tax credit volume. Yep. And that's step number one, visibility, right? That's right. Know your number. We can show you how the math works. And we have that in topsoil already. It shows you exactly what the math is. And now you can say, hey, I know what this is worth. Let's let's negotiate here and let's share this together and uh, drive that collaboration. That is, I mean, that's one of the questions right out the gate. What, yeah. you know, what is the ROI? So we talk a little bit about certainly dollars and cents. But I think visibility, right? The value of knowing is something there as well. So great question. Yeah. Another one uh, real quick. Uh, ben asks, um, how are we looking in regards to getting Kentucky and Tennessee included in uh, in some of these incentives and uh, looking at, you know, the actual great model itself? And uh, I can kind of dig into this. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. yeah absolutely. But um, the great model today is set up specifically for certain U.S. states, and uh, it doesn't necessarily have a dialed-in number for every single state. We can run CI numbers in every state. What it misses out on is the soil organic carbon component. So utilizing reduced tillage or adding cover crop, that piece of it isn't included for every state. I don't know when it will be included for every state. 
in this new update of the Greek model that just came out yesterday, there was some updates to the SOC numbers, but I don't know exactly yet if uh, if we got Tennessee and Kentucky in there. Talk to your continuing mag, either your sales representative or if you're already working with us, talk to your region success agronomist. They can they can get you the updates if they've got that's, the model. That's uh, I tell you, these are the detailed questions from the webinar. I love it, right? Great questions. Yeah. I'm going to go back to the basics, yep, right? So. One of this one's actually coming in from uh, Southern Missouri, right? So Boot Hills in Missouri, it looks like uh, from Mike Johnson. Uh, how does CI score different from carbon credit yeah. programs that are in the marketplace today? Totally different. Here's the most basic version. In carbon credits, those are carbon offsets, and it's a one ton of carbon credit that gets sold over here into the voluntary market. Your crop that you grow gets sold over here into the commodity market. Right, right, right. Separate, two separate products. With carbon intensity, that carbon data goes with the product into the supply chain. So I'm reporting to my buyer, what is the carbon footprint of the product that I'm selling? Them. Sure. It's a scope three uh, reduction. It's a more of a kind of an inset. It's not exactly insetting, but it's that type of play where- sure. We're keeping that carbon story in the supply chain. Yeah, here's here's the way I like to say it. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch loves to dig into the details. I just say it's not another carbon program. Anything else that you've seen out in the marketplace, it's nothing, anything like you've seen or heard of. No contracts, no additionality, no registry we got to deal with. Yeah, that's right. It's got to be verified. It's got to be legit. It that. certainly does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I think the idea behind having the amount of energy that goes into that production, yep. following that production is is really what this program's about, yep. carbon intensity. So much easier. Scoring. So much easier. I love it. What do you got, Mitch? Um... Here we got one for uh, maybe some of your boys out there in Nebraska. Yeah. What about like solar and stuff? <clears throat> How's that tied in? Um, you know, looking at especially on solar or how your center yeah. pivot is being around. Mm-hmm. Maybe a quick hot take. I don't know if I've seen any solar pivot center pivots for, for my irrigators out well, there. Well, more, more so like the, the solar to run the electricity sure. on it or something. Sure. Well, I guess it's it all about energy. Yeah, energy for uh, certain some drip guys. But my guys in Nebraska are the big, big irrigators, right? My, my, yeah. my, uh, uh, big gallons, right? GPM takes a lot of horsepower to run that. Every circle you're making, consuming diesel or, or electricity. Yeah. Here's exactly. a simple thing to talk about. Just like if you were to pass with um, some sort of application on that field with like uh, some sort of fertigation, chemigation with a tractor, that's the energy you're consuming. Every circle you make with a pivot is con- consuming some sort of energy. So there is a valuation to that and it would actually raise your score. So being fully optimized with the number of passes. A big thing in Nebraska, you guys don't know about irrigators, but my irrigators out there, we're always looking at that last pass. Do we want to make that last pass? Well, the amount of energy you're consuming, again, affects that CI score. So yeah. always be really conscious of what you're doing there and, and, and how we're how we're using that resource. Yeah, all that energy is tied in. Love it. Um, I got another really good question here. If you've uh, got one, and then we'll work towards kind of wrapping here. Is it a simple one? I like simple ones. This one, actually, me up well, up. this one, I got here. I'll give you a simple yeah, one. All right, all right. This one came in. How much does it cost me to get my CI score? Easy. I like this. <laughs> easy, easy. Well, uh, we had some some interesting folks on last night. Yeah. So if you're a part of one of the teams, you get a nice little discount. Little discount, yeah. Uh, but it's 500 bucks flat per score. So mm. uh, you go on topsoil.ag. Yeah. takes about 10 minutes. Filling out that profile, as soon as you pay the $500 or and use your discount code, yeah. I think what Torx says we have to use, what, Team Boss Hog? Yeah, Team Boss Hog. So whatever team you use, whether it's Del Marva or Extreme, whatever the boys team you want to use, yeah. Um, that'll get you that discount. 
Yeah. And then you have visibility to that score. So that yeah. certificate, if you haven't seen it yet, maybe we'll throw it up on the screen. Yeah. But that CI certificate gives you an opportunity to see the national average, your score, yeah. and that's that visibility. Just to be where you're starting. So it's crop by crop. So sure. it doesn't matter how many acres you've got, mm -hmm. but it's, you know, you can run a score for corn. If you want your score for soybeans, we can do that too. It's just 500 bucks each. And then uh, if you want to actually get verified, get CI certified, uh, there's a, that's tied to the acre. But that's a separate, separate kind of deal. I've got a tough one for you. Let's do it. All right. This one's actually coming from Jaden up in North Dakota. Um, pipelines. Yeah. Got some pipelines out there. There's some seem to be in play, some that aren't in play. Yeah. How does that affect my score and what the heck's going on? Yeah. So a pipeline doesn't affect the farmer's score. A pipeline affects the gallon of ethanol score. Okay. Today, a gallon of ethanol on average has a CI score around 55. Okay. If you have a pipeline on your ethanol plant, that lowers that CI score by about 30 points. Okay. So taking it from a score of 55 to 25, just by that flip of a switch. Okay. Huge so, reduction, like half. A lot of politics involved. We're not yeah. saying one way or the other, but at the yeah. end of the day, that is what that pipeline would do to a CIA. Yeah, it basically cuts it in half. Okay. Now, the the big thing for us is that CI, that ethanol would still then have a score of plus 25. Okay. Well, guess what? The corn is plus 29. Yep. Let's address that piece and lower that carbon intensity coming from the farmer's and now we're talking the potential for CI neutral or negative huge, CI huge, huge. ethanol. So it's a stackable thing. It's not one versus the other. The pipelines, though, it's looking at, they might be coming online in 2026 or so. We've got to get the farmer piece moving today. Yeah, and I think that's that's really good. I'm going to tie onto that question a little bit, too, because you're talking about compliance, right? Yeah. So how do we get within compliance? They have to be underneath that 50 number, right? Yeah. The only thing we as producers, we talk about control, right? So we talk about visibility. Control. We as producers can help them control that. So we talked about there's not a good guy, bad guy, that collaboration piece. For Mitch, I think you're negative four, negative, negative four. three. Yeah. So like his negative CI grain goes from that 29 that would go into that 50 score for the ethanol facility yeah. and drops it by yeah. over half. So instead of when they purchase my grain and it goes into the equation of the gallon carbon footprint, instead of having to be a plus 29 number, they can use a negative four, Cuts offsetting it. some of their own emissions at the facility or offsetting some of the other grains emissions, you know, as we get weighted averages um, and all that grain gets commingled together. So, so. you had a two-part question. Here. Yeah. So why would they want to pay farmers? Yeah. Makes so, sense, right? yeah. So, I mean, it is a lot easier for them to just say, Hey, I got one pipeline company. I can just do it with them. It is a lot easier. Okay. It's one group that you got to have a contract with and negotiate with versus the typical ethanol plants buying from like 150 farmers, yeah. some even more. It's a lot of herding the cats, I call it, but that's where we're saying, Hey, why don't we help you to gather all this farmer data? We'll get it verified. We'll make sure it's legit. We'll get the supporting information behind it. And we will have it organized to easily connect in to the ethanol company's uh, software tools. And we've sure. got a lot of partners that help do that. Yep. So it, it is, you know, it, it's uh, it's easier to go with the pipeline, but hey, the farmers have a big plus impact within your equation today, but they can be a major negative. However, you got to share. You got to yeah. share in some of the dollars because it's now the farmer that's taking on the risk and uh, spending the money to change and to document, to get verified, to make this legit. But hey, that's the biggest lever today. Sure. And it's the biggest opportunity. So I, I'm like, hey, it's not a one versus the other. Sure. Farmers are a huge part of the problem today. We are. That's how the numbers say. And that's what Department of Energy says anyway. That's why we got the billion bushel challenge. That's to right. say, Hey, we're not as bad as what you say we are. That's right. But Taking control, right? We got it. So I think Tommy V talked about it, right? Yeah. Never been a better time. 
we have the ability to be in control. We just have to kind of unify our voices and showcase exactly what it is that makes a difference on some of those scores. Yeah. You talked about collaboration again. It is the opportunity for us to work together to bring that down so they can be within that compliance. That's sure. why that number is going to be there. And that's why those premium payments will, will, will come about. Yeah. One last question, unless you got any, any others, this one is really good. It came in from an anonymous attendee. Um, during, oh, that's during always dangerous. It is a little dangerous, Probably but it, it's a really Nebraska. important question. So the question is, is CI scoring compatible with existing carbon programs or, or climate smart commodity programs? And uh, I'll let you answer this when you're really closer to it. The, the, uh, unfortunately, the answer is we don't know yet. Sure. Okay. So the question here being, can we stack programs? Can I stack a carbon intensity premium with a carbon offset payment or a climate smart commodity grant payment today? We don't know. That's right. I do have concerns of, would you be able to? Because in a carbon intensity program, I'm saying, hey, I'm using no-till, I'm using cover crops, some of the same practices that I'm getting paid for if I'm in a carbon offset program or a climate smart grant program. So it's kind of the same practices to me. Yeah. It's part of it's double dip and part of it, like you're kind of separate. Um, at this point, I'm, I just have concerns on my own farm. Anyway, farmers, sure. you can do what you want to do. I, I, uh, I think you need to know if you're in a carbon program or a climate smart program and you think you're going to be in a CI program in the future, just know what the paperwork looks like and know um, if you need to, get out of that program or pay back the money. I hope that it doesn't get to that point. I would love for farmers to be able to stack both. Um, but my concern is the carbon intensity play and the opportunity. They're so big. Like yeah. it's so much, it's so much financial you, opportunity that like, I just, I just worry of telling a person one way or the other, read the contracts, know sure. the fine print. I hope that we can get more clarity on this in the future. See, I chit chat. So Mitch, um, I guess I, I'm going to add on to that a little bit too. So yes, there are, is some, some unclarity to some of the things that are happening out there. We've heard both sides of it without throwing names out there. Central Iowa, we know guys that have been a part of both programs and they're okay with that and allowing that to happen. Yeah. I think you have to kind of discover that on your own. Yeah. But the other thing is, is part of the billion bushel challenge. It's about awareness of what your score is. So regardless of the next the, the next stage of that, which is the CI certification where you get paid, you can certainly get CI scored, right? Knowing that value of the bushel that you're producing today is super yeah. important. Yeah. That's what that $500 CI score is going to yeah, get you. Yeah, just have your basic just score. Just know how much, you know, look at how much could you make in one program versus another and choose. That's right. Which one's going to work best for you? That's right. That's right. Here is... um maybe one that I'm going to, I'm going to toss up to you because I, I know you're digging in deep. Yeah. So how many ethanol plants are we working with today? Yeah. Um, what, what specifically makes us unique working with the ethanol plants? Yeah. So on our tie, we're trying to figure out how do we want to work with these ethanol plants? And it looks like a lot of cases, we probably won't actually be working directly with ethanol plants. Instead, our customer, our, our deal is we're going to work with the farmers, help them to get their scores. We do have a lot of conversations going with ethanol plants, our intent is to basically be able to, to uh, co collaborate with them and be a kind of a preferred partner for ethanol plants that, sure. hey, any farmers that are CI certified from Continuum Ag, that comes with kind of a, a you know, an initial thumbs up, like kind of a sure. first in line type of thing. If you've met the third party verification that Continuum Ag provides with, we work with a third party verifier. This is super legit. Like we are really making sure that we cross our T's down our eyes. And our intent is saying, hey, farmer, you own that data. Here's a couple of different ethanol companies that say, hey, we we approve of this level of rigor and certification. 
and we'll pay farmers that have that certification. Mm-hmm. We'll pay them a set amount. If you don't have the certification, don't know if you're going to be able to get the same dollar amount because there's more risk. Right. Them. That's, that's the thing. So I, I love it, right? Because we talk about it, you know, farmers are the solution, right? I think a lot of the programs have been in the marketplace today, maybe had some, some things that, that not red tape, but you know, they were hard to be able to participate in and there wasn't a lot of reward in there. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my simple take is this, right? We need each other. Yeah. The biofuel industry was looking at what we're doing as producers. They need help and they're saying, please help us, right? Um, I agree, right? We're not necessarily tying or hitching our wagons to just you know, 183 ethanol facilities a or bunch, biofuel. bunch of them. So if you look at that, we're not just hitching on, you know, we want to be a preferred partner. We yeah. want, but we as producers control that narrative and, and can collaborate. But how do we actually get to the first step is knowing what we're doing in the fields today. How do we score? Yeah. Starts with scoring. None of the, the ethanol companies like there, we're talking with a lot of them, but they don't have the rules from the IRS. They can't really start saying, hey, we're going to definitively like pay you this amount. They can't really start putting those bids out there today. But if we can show them, hey, I got my score, I'm going to be working it and getting it verified and stuff. And they have some more clarity of like, hey, when they got a program, they know that they can call you up That's right. and you can work a deal. And uh, they, so it is kind of jumping the gun a little bit as farmers. It's saying, hey, we can't wait. We can't wait for the IRS because we don't know when the rules are going to come out. Like, right. It could be a year from now. This program is supposed to start Jan 1, 2025. We might be sitting here a year from now without the rules. Which is crazy. There's a right? real possibility of yeah. that. And now I really hope that that doesn't happen. Yeah. Because we're going to really be like, wow, there is a lot of lack of clarity and certainty in this. But, but it, Mitch, there's a lot of rumors think, that it'll come soon. And, 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 and there's going to be soon. enough interest, right? That yeah. the, the, the producer's voice pushing that narrative is going to certainly provide that's what a I like the pressure to be able to think. Like, yeah, man, but there's there's six billion bushels that are gonna go into biofuel and gonna have a score. Why don't we just start now and right. just for for as minimal as we can make it here? Like we're not trying to make it. We're not making money in like running these scores. That's right. We're trying to just build some type of opportunity and build a marketplace here of like, hey. We've got farmers that have their baseline scores. We know how we can make those scores legit, yep. which means you got to have it field by field. Like you're going to have to have field by field bushel level scoring. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of data. And that's why we've simplified it and automated a lot of that process. Like we've made it as easy as it can be. Mm-hmm. I'm really confident in that. And we keep hiring people that are going to help you every step of the way. But uh, we got to start piece now. Of the puzzle, yeah. It's a big piece of the puzzle. We talk yeah. about. We've been spending a lot of time on biofuel. I'm going to actually finish up on this one. Yep. There's going to be more that uh, you can throw at us, uh, I guess, for next week as well. For sure. Uh, send them in. We'll send that link out for you as well. Um, my four-legged friends. Yep. How do we get to the point where carbon intensity in my my the meat markets, yep. all these alternative markets throughout in the marketplace, Mitch? Um, this question is coming as an anonymous as well. I, yep. think, I think there's a lot of cool things out there. Yep. Torque asked about it last night. Yep. You know, when are we going to have low CI pork? We were talking with Trey Hill and stuff about it too on the poultry side of things. I think it's, that's why I'm so bullish on this. In my mind, this is, it makes so much sense. It does. To quantify what's going on in your supply chain and to be able to actually report on what is your real carbon footprint versus using assumptions. Now here's a precedent on how we can score. Here's a precedent on a business model that you can collaborate with your farmers and be able to compensate them for the data and for their effort. I see these programs really ramping up. This is not food versus fuel. There's the same number of gallons that were produced last year that are basically 
about the same that's going to be produced in the future. Therefore, the same number of bushels being used for fuel versus being uh, fed directly to, to livestock. But these companies need to be reported on their carbon footprint. That's right. And, uh, and the, like for the pig, the pig guys, like our buddies Torque and Sawyer, of the pigs that they produce, on average, 65% of the carbon footprint of those pigs comes from the feed. Mm. 65%. And we're saying, hey, today that's a big plus number. But like on my farm, the, our corn is negative. They could take that from being a impact of 65% of the carbon footprint and decrease that by quantifying and by implementing some of these practices. Yeah. They could cut their carbon footprint of those pigs in half. Significant. Well, who, whose job is it, right? Well, I guess that's the cool thing for me as producer. Yep. We can help control that and build those programs. It's they don't exist today, egg. right? It it's is a chicken and the egg. Literally. And, and the good thing here is we're saying, hey, we can start gathering some of the data and start telling our story from the farmer side up. And again, doing it as cheap as we can, because the only way this is going to go is if we have volume. That's right. That's the only way we're going to be actually successful in doing this is we've got to have volume of bushels Absolutely. that have scores. Because if just a couple of people have their scores, you're, the chicken and the egg's not going to work. Because the egg is, we got to have enough scores to populate a market and we got to have enough offtake that wants to actually pay for that. If there's not enough volume going in, there's not going to be enough demand that can actually create a market and it's not going to go. So speaking of new markets, right? Kelly Garrett and I were talking. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of fun to talk about what about low CI bourbon? Right? There we go. Where's our distillers at, right? So again, just having some fun with it. But these markets, I think, are out there for the taking. It's for us as a group to be able to collaborate and kind of figure them out. Love it. Looking forward to talking more about CI, yeah. CI scoring on the CI Chit Chat. We're gonna do this every Tuesday live. Right now, this is recorded. You probably see Mitch and I in the truck most often running around the yeah. side. <laughs> I'm sure we're gonna be in the truck. <laughs> but uh, more info coming out. We'll catch you next time. All right. Thanks, y'all.